Hello, welcome to my podcast, Next Gen Zimbabweans, a series where I talk to Zimbabweans and we go through our lives and we talk about some of the social issues that affect us. Today is really a universal topic and that is the topic of human connection, love and relationships. So, this is a big topic. Obviously, we will not have enough time to cover everything that can be covered. But my hope is after listening to this, you feel confidence in where you are or where you're going, uh, knowing that you're making the right decisions for yourself and for the people around you. It's something that I think a lot of us look forward to or are, it's a big part in our lives. So. It is necessary for it to be a healthy thing or something that contributes good to us or something we are not afraid of. So talking about it helps. And I'm just going to give a few disclaimers before we go into the episode. Uh, Number one, this is mostly based on opinion so me and the guests that i have will be talking about some of the things we've observed or have experienced and so it's up to you to go and research them you don't have to take our word for it but i truly believe that it it could change your life it could be really eye-opening and you realize you don't have to go through what you've been going through because we've gone through it already for you (laughs) there really is light at the end of the tunnel so yeah without further ado i am going to introduce my guest who by the way is such a good example of dealing with those tough situations you can be in when you're in love or heartbreak and uh yeah i just i think he's been doing a really good job you know he's even formed a blog or really cool things that helped me as well when i was hitting rock bottom uh so i'm excited about that yeah let's go straight into the first part all right well today we have a very special someone that i probably last saw while i don't know singing catholic music or like (laughs) playing the drums whatever um he is we went together to high school and uh today he's here to share like i think a pertinent topic to all of us to the whole human race. So Lloyd, thank you so much and welcome to the Next Gen Web Series. Thank you, Nyasha. Thank you for having me. We're going to start by asking you how you are doing. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Just finished exams last week. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm great. Enjoying the sleep and the rest. Right. So for people who don't know who you are, tell them a little bit more about yourself and um, where you are in life right now. What? (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Give me me a moment. I am a fourth year veterinary student, veterinary science student at the University of Zimbabwe. And I am also a taekwondo athlete. See my baby here? See my baby? (laughs) (laughs) then i also enjoy poetry i love poetry so yeah uh right now i i can say that maybe i am not exactly where i want to be 
in terms of both emotional and uh, academic intelligence, but they, I'm, they, I'm striving to get there. I'm striving. This year has been good and there's been, I have had a lot of growth in both areas. So yeah. I love how you just said all of the things at once. Um, I think usually I have to dig really deep and um, it's, it's kind of refreshing to just hear someone say, you know what, I'm struggling, like, because we can all relate to that. Uh, but speaking of poetry, when did you start uh, really tapping into poetry and why? Yeah, so I think this is uh, common to everyone. Like, um, I studied last year. So how I studied is it was a way of emptying it out. Mm -hmm. So I had a really, a really devastating advert. So <laughs> I think everybody has that at some point in life. So what happened is, what, what I did, what, what I did is that, <laughs> you're laughing. No, I'm laughing because the first time I knew about your heartbreak, I was like, really? Yeah. Do you have to be affected this much? And then something happened to me. And then I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> Let me go read those poems. Anyways, go on. So that's it. That's what I, that's what happened. So what I did is I tried to to muscle it out. I tried to to, to say I can move on without even feeling it. I tried to hide my feelings, like how I felt about it. Mm -hmm. So what was happening is um, it kept on recurring. Now I would be okay for like two weeks. Then there'll be like two days where I'm like, where I'm down and nothing is going right. So I decided to, to write things down, just to write what I'm feeling down. And what I did is I had a friend, a friend of mine. Then I had to read the, the poems or the, my feelings that I, that I was writing down. I had, I had to read them and he was, she was like, dude, this is really good. And I'm like, what? <laughs> This is my pain. And she was like, this is really good. You should share this. And I'm like, ah, I'll think about it. And I'll, then I'll see what I can do. Then last year, around August, that's when I was to the WordPress website. And I was like, let me check it out. Then I registered and started uploading my stuff. That's how it all began and going from there. That's amazing. Um, that's truly amazing. And um, so, yeah, let's go straight into it because I think one of the things which was really special to me is you wrote better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. Better to build a bridge than to build a wall. Taking a leap of faith, that may be your energy. Okay, I completely lost my tempo <laughs> reading that. <laughs> Anyways, basically, I think it's something about risk-taking, but tell me more about that. I think a lot of people, especially um, of our age, are afraid to be in relationships. So what I was saying is that, for me, I think it's better if you just take all your insecurities and if you feel like this person is the person, and there's no reason to judge or, let's say, uh, reflect your past um, traumas on that person, mm -hmm. but just rather have a leap of faith. Um, in my case, maybe have a, having a little bit of faith in that girl so that I, 
we share something. Maybe we can make something beautiful. Who knows? Maybe two months or a year or even a lifetime. So it's better for me to love. And if, if in the case I do have to lose it, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Because I think that along the way, I have so much to gain um, sharing with that someone than to be scared and do nothing at all. I don't know if that makes sense. Right. No, no, no. It's, I think it's a universal lesson about even risk taking, like even in our careers and stuff, you yeah. sometimes you have to take risks and that may come with like really terrible pain or high reward. So I see a lot of us walking around and saying, you know, my God is up. I'm not going to reveal who I am or be yeah, all yeah. in. I want to see their cards first before they show me their cards. Um, yeah. And the thing is like, love is all about risk. Okay, so I am just going to pop in and say there is a really cool theory on attachment styles which explains how what you went through during your childhood how it can translate to how you perceive or deal with things when you're much older so for example when we're talking about fear some people do have fear to get into relationships their fear of rejection fear of abandonment again i am not an expert so this can be really something challenging for them, but it can also be challenging for the person they are with in that situation who is wondering, okay, why do they behave this way? Or why do they withdraw? Or why do they want this amount of attention or this amount of space? So it's something really cool uh, to, to look into. And I think it makes us reflect on some of the situations we've been in and we realize maybe this is what was happening and it helps us it makes us think about parenting in a different way like parenting is not just i want to have kids so i'm gonna have them but are you equipped with the tools with empathy are you gonna teach your children emotional intelligence because this is so interesting but sometimes by the age of four apparently that's when um, students pick up some of per the personalities that can either be helpful or really maladaptive ways to dealing with things or even problematic. So it's cool that these next generations are going to have all this information. Unfortunately, there's too much information in the world. So it's a matter of do they find it or not. But if you're one of the people listening to this podcast, I think it's important to carry that forward you know when you're a parent or you're an aunt or whatever just making sure that children are in healthy environments so that they can be better people i know it's really going deep into the issue but that's where some of the root causes are but... because it's really hard to get over these things so i want to know since you've gone through this process what do you think it was about the person or maybe about the situation that made it so hard to let go? I think, I think what happens is it was me okay. who delayed my process. I think most, most of us, we, 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 we spend a lot of time in denial. We spend oh a lot God. of time in denial. And that's where we lose much of time. 
And what happens is I think um, what I was telling myself is that I need closure. I need closure. I need to know why. That's most of um, that's why most of us don't move on because we are looking for reasons. And along the way, we tend to blame ourselves. Yeah. It was me. I did something. Maybe something was wrong. Maybe I didn't see the signs. But most of the times, maybe people are just they just go fed up. Maybe there is no reason why she or he left. Maybe it's just what it is. And we just have to accept that and we have to move on. The more we deny, the more we delay progress. That's how that's what that's what I think, and that's what I did. So I eventually had to teach myself to accept. Do you feel like your situation was like a blind side? where you felt like things were going well and then all of a sudden they weren't? Or could you tell that, you know what, it's it's rocky and anything can happen at this point? You know what, I, I, I think people know. I think people, and mm-hmm. I knew that something was up, but I just didn't want to say it. Right. So I think maybe I was oblivious to the science because I was afraid of losing what I had. So I think that's where I made uh, a mistake. I should have seen the science, maybe discuss it, and maybe we'd have come to an agreement or something. I don't know. There's just that hope that, you know, we'll get through it. Um, the love is too strong and stuff it's like that. Just a film. Right. So I'm just going to pop up here and say, you need to learn to pay attention to yourself. There are things that will happen that will make you feel confused, hurt, or miserable. And I think sometimes in those situations, some people stay quiet and they say nothing. And there are people who actually communicate that, hey, this makes me feel this way. And sometimes the person really has a valid reason for doing that that doesn't make it okay though that doesn't mean you have to accept it so that's where you have to decide whether you're gonna take that or not self-respect self-compassion self-love play a big factor here you are looking after this person and thinking i am sacrificing all this i am being the strong person accepting this behavior or this lack of behavior that i'm expecting Who's looking out for you, you know? So self-love, self-compassion, that's where you think, wait, I am miserable. Who is paying attention to me? So you need to figure out how much you can take. I guess those are boundaries or, yeah, boundaries. And make sure you are not, you know, crossing those boundaries because yeah, once you have them and you have your standards, I mean, some people are going to be upset. They're going to be pissed. They're going to think you're doing too much. You are never going to find someone who's perfect. Y'all, that's how we're going to stay at the low standards. By saying, oh, no one is perfect. I should work with what I know. You, you ain't got to do none of that. I promise you, once you start focus i mean it depends how unrealistic your standards are but at least for me there was a time i really had a fear that yeah i'm not gonna find this and many people told me yeah you're not gonna find people who do this 
but i did you know and i truly feel like the next generation the more we start respecting ourselves and we realize we're not gonna take certain behavior the more people are gonna shape up i mean if you look 200 years ago no one thought women would have their own bank accounts okay there were no banks but no one thought people women would be standing where we are today and we are we can live our full free lives so what's preventing more people from becoming free or from people behaving better i think human behavior can always get better and the more of us go to the other side the more the other people are going to keep up because right now some of them are not and i think even me if i think of like my own children if i have them i want them to live in a world where they don't have to be convinced that they should t accept certain behavior i refuse it my kids if i have them will refuse, refuse it and i want y'all to refuse it uh you you deserve better do you feel like you learn or you grow from heartbreak or the pain is not worth the growth like for example you could read from a book you know the lessons you learned so do you feel like it was worth going through it or it's like not uh, i think it was worth it i think growth comes from challenges and right. heartbreak is one of those challenges yeah and you get you you, you get to reevaluate yourself you get to um sort of go through a self-actualization process like you get to, to think of where you are coming from and where you are going mm -hmm. i think that for me it was it was it was a moment of growth and i um, after a while though i came to appreciate it <laughs> right. at the moment it was not it was not good at all it was not so, yeah. i think something you said earlier as well that it was more of you needed to change like even when you're seeking closure i think it's like oh the person should explain sometimes really the closure is with yourself yeah i think that's also the big part and i think it's you know for all of us who've experienced stuff like this the moment you lose something it's suddenly like more precious like now yeah. it's really on a pedestal and i think yeah. after moving on you're like wait what <laughs> it's like they're, they're okay but you know there's options i think another thing is even when you try to move on to the next things you are still that person is now the blueprint and you're kind of looking for their exact you know qualities and when other people can't match that you're like they don't match whereas i think it really takes having an open mind um but what other lessons do you think it takes to like move on you see now i think when we need to give ourselves time mm -hmm. we need to give ourselves like like for example what you say like those people become the blueprint right mm -hmm. so what i think is people need time you need time to actually get over that person because if you don't and if you move on too quickly you will um reflect your wounds on the wrong people mm -hmm. like consciously or subconsciously in other people and you'll be blaming the wrong person for the wrong reasons even 
for the wrong sins, in fact, if I may say. Like, you are looking for someone who made you feel exactly the same way as the previous person did, of which that's not it. And people are different. Yeah. People are different. People don't offer the same things. So yeah, you just have to take time and um, recalibrate your feelings, if I may say. Yeah. So that don't fall into a certain um, trend. What do you think is now your approach towards, like, if you're getting into, like, a new relationship, what do you think is now your new approach, knowing what you now know? This is not to put your cards out. Actually, if you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to, because... I think I would like to think of myself as an old soul. I think I'm an old soul. Okay. I I do I like to take things slow. I like to take things slow. <laughs> I like to get to know you better. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's who I am. Okay. I don't know. I'll tell you for six months before I even say a word. <laughs> wow. Wow. So yeah, let's move on to you saying that, you know, dating these days has changed. People seem to no longer care. How, what makes you say that? Have you been reading news on social media? Well, I do not know, because I think we are in kind of different climates. I feel, I don't even know which one is worse. Also, the other thing is, even if I was in Zimbabwe right now, uh-huh. I think, I don't want to say I'm different, you know, like I'm different, but <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know if I would be doing that. But what are people doing? Let us know. Um, I would say that from exposure at university, like mm-hmm. uh, people are no longer scared to cheat, if I may say. Like it's it is it has gotten normal. It has gotten to that extent that people are okay with dating married men. Okay. And married women. Oof. And so now and the issue of blessers are uh, you know the issue of blessers. And so now me being um a university student and along with my colleagues, other guys. <laughs> yeah. We are not yet there. Um, Financially and even emotionally, yeah. What I mean, yeah. So seeing that uh, the demand or the the guys that are on the market have all the things in place in terms of materialistic things. Mm -hmm. So there comes my fear now. If I date this girl and I can't provide the things that she needs, what then happens now if she's approached by the guy who can... Um, provide the same things that I can, you know. And these things have become normal, especially uh, at university. I'm not saying that all girls are looking for that, but mm. I'm, I'm just saying um, some of them. And you don't know which is which. You don't know who is who. Yeah. That's, uh, I would say, the most limiting factor in terms of dating for me. What do you think could have been the factors? Like, which year? Because, okay. And I was in Zim 2017. Like, which years do you think this shift this shift happened? And does it have anything to do with the economic situation? I think economics play play a role because I think what what, what may be the reason that uh, people are looking for places for 
if he's not to provide. I think maybe, um, and also I think the issue of friends, the friends and the peer pressure you get from your from your friends. So I think maybe people are not, um, if I may say, comfortable with where they're coming from and what they have. Mm. And, and they try to compare themselves with their friends, which come from a better, more um, wealthy uh, family. So in that pressure now, you are forced to uh, get uh, or get financial assistance from elsewhere. And the easiest is to get a blesser, if I may say. So that's how I understand it from another angle. That's crazy. That's... So yeah, sometimes I even, I even understand where the pressure comes from, but I don't think people are comfortable with who they are. And what yeah. And then there's social media. So even if you don't have the friends, but you're seeing other people are, I don't know, doing way better because of the help they're getting. Taking I can good see. Pictures. Yeah, it's taking. <laughs> right, right. The latest phone and everything. I can see how that would happen, but uh, I can't even think of a. I think the simplest solution is just like being comfortable with where you are, but whew, it's complicated. Uh, I'm, I do not know because I am not in these people's situations. And for all I know, maybe they are trying to survive. And then the other thing that I was going to ask about is people not healing properly. Is this, does this apply to all kinds of people or are there specific people you thought, you know, when they go through these heartbreak cycles, there is no proper healing? Maybe it happens to, I would say everyone, at some point in time, you, mm. you won't heal properly. Have you heard the saying that people, they date someone else in order to get over? Oh, for sure. <laughs> people do those kind of things. And I don't think that it's right. Maybe it works. I don't know. I, mm -hmm. I think I have experienced it once. I thought I'd moved on, but I had not. I later realized that, no, I am doing the wrong thing. And this person doesn't right. have to pay. Right. I, I don't think it's... it's, 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 it's it's conscious though. I, I don't think people even know what they're doing. Right. For them, maybe like I, I have moved on and it's time to move on. But then actually they are not yet there at that level where they are comfortable with uh, dating another person without um, thinking of their ex or their mm. previous life. Yeah. Do you have birds? Yeah, we, I, I think they are birds on my roof i'm not oh sure oh my gosh they are so sweet okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay so i think another statement you said is that dating is not what it used to be what do you think it used to be and you said we should we could go back to that do you think we could go back to that or rather like adapt to the new times i, I don't think we can go back this other day I was walking in town, right? There was a guy, he just passed running and there were two girls around, I think around 16, 16, 17 of age. Yeah. And the one was like, uh, you a mira. Then the other one was like, ah, no, let him go. Anamari, like openly just like that. You see, he was like, ah, we are anamaru. <laughs> like what? 
when 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 did money come in into this i don't think maybe yeah maybe we need that financial security but then i don't think that a relationship is solely built on money i know many people don't agree with me they say that money is everything but i don't think so i think that maybe <sighs> we can build something stable money aside yes money has to be there to stabilize them but i don't think it has to be the foundation like it has to be the thing that's holding us together what if um i lose my job that was providing for us well i don't know if that's the case that side or i am just a sponge absorbing information because i think i've been living under a rock and... yeah you, you... <laughs> <laughs> i think so too <laughs> no especially i mean here there's another situation i think the situation is and i'm realizing that it's actually a privilege that people maybe can afford certain things and stuff here like i mean i guess uh, okay whatever this is your episode <laughs> and you understand that everyone both male and female masculine traits and feminine traits and most of the time men are not allowed to show that feminine side of their character right is it is it is it a phobia yeah a phobia of rejection so that i'm afraid that the society won't accept me for where i am so in a way i have to change myself i have to hide, i have to hide those traits that makes me uh, look feminine mm-hmm. in order for me to be accepted by other guys like mm-hmm. i want to just eat as or eat as uh, as it yeah. were that talk and and mostly is among us guys we ourselves are uh, create um that level of hate mm-hmm. for those kind of traits i don't know why because yeah. it makes us just human you know right i mean is that make sense that's, that's it's so uh, funny cuz literally today i was talking with my roommates so okay not now but maybe 3 hours ago we were talking about those feminine whatever traits and she was like yes sir you are like the masculine person around here <laughs> cuz i'm the one who pays the bills like i'm the one who goes around do, doing this fixing cars opening the hood blah blah blah, blah. and have those traits like right and then the funny thing is the guy our guy friend that we're talking to on the phone he was like angela you think nyasha is masculine i think nyasha on the feminine spectrum she's the very very pink (laughs) (laughs) and i was like and that's when i was like what if i'm both you know what if what if i'm extremely emotional i cry i um I don't know what other things I do which I have in but um and then I'm also very not very masculine uh, you know I don't care <laughs> I am who I am and I think at the end of the day I care about people and if I have to give birth I probably can so I can get the woman job done um <laughs> I know it's a big cliche, but then yeah, things will be okay at some point. Yeah. It's time.
I am just hoping that there's going to be more confidence, more empathy, more boundary setting. Do not tolerate the things you don't like. Listen to yourself. And I don't know if it was Oprah or even a preacher who said something like, the more you stop listening to your voice, the quieter it gets. So you want to listen to it. And the world is going to become a better place. Well, if we put the climate crisis and everything else aside. But I truly believe that in terms of rights, equality, we are getting there. I love the conversation Lloyd and I had about emotions because is this dilemma I think some people have, like the people who are benefiting from patriarchy or whatever, they know it limits them in some ways, but they're not willing to let go of that power and it comes back biting them. So soon there'll be a world where there's a balance in how we can express ourselves in healthy ways, creative ways, unharmful ways, but there still is that freedom of expression. I hope that for the next generation. Honestly, wherever you are with your relationship journeys, I'm really thinking about all situations and some are tricky, some feel tricky, but what I know is if you start doing the work now, moving your mindset a little bit to more, something more aligned to what you want slowly but surely no matter what age you are because sometimes people make you believe that age you're running out of time or something like that I think there's hope I also want to acknowledge that if you're from you know the more previous generations you might not agree at all with what I'm saying or you might think oh these kids they do too much but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what some people were thinking when people were trying to ask for the civil rights movement. They thought women are doing too much or black people wanted too much. But here we are. We need to keep talking and human rights forward. Wish you all the love. And if you can't get it from the people you wanted to get it from, maybe we let it start from you and realize that you're not alone in feeling like you're not getting the love you need and i think the more people become aware socially aware and then aware of themselves and just more empathetic we'll be all right and maybe we'll start caring about the animals and the planet and everything but this is one topic and I'm happy I did it. And I hope you enjoyed this video. I have to go for an appointment. Whew, it took me a while. All right, bye, I'm really late.